Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Chairs No Waiting, episode number 760, Mayberry Days Trivia Championship 2023, round one. Two Chairs No Waiting is brought to you each week by the folks over at WeaversDepartmentStore.com. Drop by over at Weaver's, got some great new items. Got a, a young Andy gets a trombone. It's a book. It's a children's book I think you're going to really enjoy, so go check it out. Uh, over at Weaver's. And while you're there, you might want to pick up a Mayberry tea towel. That's right. It's a gift, a great thing for the folks in your life who like to hang tea towels on their kitchen cabinets. And you might want to pick up some Miracle Salve if you've got some dry hand. Go over and check it out at Weaver's. It's some really good stuff. Two Chairs No Waiting is also brought to you by donations from listeners like you. The executive producer of episode number 760 is Sharon Campbell. And the Patreon patron of the week is Rebecca Spears. So thank you to both of you guys, and thank you to all of you who take time to listen or watch this podcast. Uh, It's always a lot of fun. I just got back from the Mayberry Cruise. Last week was the Halloween week, so you got to hear the uh, spooky stories uh, from uh, uh, the Golden Arm and things related to that last week. That's, uh, That's the only episode I ever do that's different. That one's kind of different. So it's always fun for me to do that episode and kind of put it together. I hope you guys enjoyed it while I was gone out on the high seas and uh, invite you to go with us next year. You can go to facebook.com slash Mayberry cruise. Just write that all together. And you can find out all the information about how to go with us on the Mayberry cruise next year with our special guest, Dennis rush, who played Howie on the Andy Griffith show. Now all the information will also be showing up over time on the imayberry.com event calendar. So you can go and check out, check that out at imayberry.com and go to the event calendar. You can get right there or you keep reading and uh, subscribing to the weavers newsletter and you'll get that information as well. Please, please, please remember you must book the cruise through all about cruises, North Carolina to be able to go on the Mayberry portion of the cruise with us. There were a lot of Mayberry fans on the cruise this year that did not book through Sharon. So they couldn't go to the private events that are the Mayberry events. So definitely please, please don't make that mistake. All right, guys, uh, we are going in now. This is a uh, time for us to play the round one of the Mayberry Days Trivia Championship for 2023. Now, we already played a couple of weeks ago. We did the qualifying round. Everybody determined how they did, and if they got into the qualifying, everybody got to see how that worked and saw the, uh, well, just how hard the questions are. (laughs) They are not easy questions. They are not. Uh, These uh, may or may not be easy to use. It's really obviously going to depend if you're just completely aware of the answers, but uh Please remember, here's how this works. As you play, each question is worth 100 points. 
If you get it right, you get 100 points. If you get it wrong, you get a negative 100 points. It's like Jeopardy. So don't just guess, but you'll need a pencil and a piece of paper to write down your score so you can keep up and see how you do. Because we're going to play this round is round one. Every point or every question is worth 100 points. There are 10 questions. So we're going to play those. And and then after we play those 10 questions, we're going to play some of the regular Mayberry trivia again to help you feel better about your knowledge about the Andy Griffith Show. Because... <laughs> Believe me, I'm like you. I can't get a lot of these questions right. I I know how to look up answers. That's how I do it. So next week, all the questions will be worth 200 points or minus 200 if you get it wrong. Okay, so just uh, just keep that in mind. So this week and next week combined, at the end of next week, we'll play the final Mayberry question. Uh, and you can bet however much points you have to see what your final point total is okay all right so everybody ready let's get the uh trivia music maestro if you would there we go there's a little bit of trivia music for us all as we head into the mayberry days trivia 2023 championship rounds so we're going to go into round one so question number one of round number one here we go guys the question is where did Barney meet Vicky Harms? Where did Barney meet Vicky Harms? Okay, so now the way this would work in the actual trivia contest is you would uh, be waiting to, uh, after I read the question twice, as soon as I finish, you push the button and you can buzz in. And so only the person who buzzes in first gets a chance to answer this. So here, here's the last read of the question, and I'll give you the answer. Where did Barney meet Vicki Harms? The answer, he met her at the ice cream parlor. The ice cream parlor. That was in season three. It was episode number 91 filmed. I didn't look it up correctly, so it's not episode 91 of season three. <laughs> But it's episode 91 filmed. You could look that up and see to confirm the answer. But Barney met Vicki Harms at the ice cream parlor. How'd you do? Did you get that? Did you get that? If you didn't guess, you're just still zero. If you guessed and got it wrong, you're minus 100. And if you missed, if you got it right, you're up 100. So whichever one, you could either be still ahead by just being zero. <laughs> All right, next question. Remember not to guess because it's uh, it's bad if you have to guess. That makes it bad. Let's see here. Question number two. Who did Opie trade a perfectly good cap pistol to in exchange for licorice seeds? Who did Opie trade a perfectly good cap pistol to in exchange for licorice seeds? Who did he trade his cap pistol to? All right. Everybody buzzing in? Okay. So the answer, you'll have to pause if you don't want to know the answer, if you want to wait and try to get it right. So who did Opie trade a perfectly good cap pistol to in exchange for licorice seeds? The answer is Tommy Farrell. That's from season one, episode number 14. 
season one, episode number 14 of season one. So you can look at it that way. Okay. All right. Number number three. How are you doing? Uh, our folks in our chat room, I'm not seeing a lot of guessing. So that's uh, that may be a good thing. I see some folks getting answers, but I don't know for sure if they got them before I read it or after because there's a delay. But good job to those in our chat room and to you if you're getting it. If you'd like to be a part of our chat room, you can join us on Monday nights live at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You go to live.twochairsnowaiting.com and join us. We'd love to have you. There's 30, 40 people, 50 people in here visiting and chatting right now. All right, question number three. Question number three. All right, question number three. What instrument does Luther play in the Mayberry Town Band? What instrument does Luther play in the Mayberry Town Band? Hmm. All right, everybody's giving their answer. Several folks in their chat room say they're still sitting at zero. They're not taking chances guessing. Smart. Smart play. <laughs> what instrument does Luther play in the Mayberry Town Band? All right, the answer is the saxophone. He plays the saxophone. That's season three, episode eight. Okay, so he plays the saxophone. Good job if you got that right. Congratulations. All right. Number four. Now, there's only 10 questions in this round. Number four. Mr. Frisbee, Aunt B's egg salesman, owns a beloved rooster. What is this rooster's name? Mr. Frisbee, Aunt B's egg salesman, owns a beloved rooster. What is the rooster's name? Okay, what is the rooster's name? <laughs> we got some folks in the chat room saying they're minus 200 right now. All right, so the, what is the rooster's name that uh, Mr. Frisbee had? The answer was Beauregard or Bo. And if you, if you said Bo, spelled B-O, you still get it right. If you spelled it B-E-A-U, you also get it right. So, Bo, Bo, however you spell it. But it's Beauregard. That's from Season 4, Episode number 15. All right. Almost halfway through. Here we go. Number 5. Question number 5. Worth 100 points. What is Barney and Thelma Lou's usual dating routine on Thursdays? What is Barney and Thelma Lou's usual dating routine on Thursdays? Oh, okay. Here we go. That's question number five, round one, worth 100 points. I'm going to read it last time, and then you're going to get the answer. So keep up with your score. Don't guess. What is Barney and Thelma Lou's usual dating routine on Thursdays? The answer, they order the special at the diner. That's from season five, episode seven. So a lot of people will miss this because uh, they would think they got a, they're watching that doctor show on TV with, a, with some fudge between them. That's on Tuesday nights. 
not Thursdays. Yeah. So that's a Tuesday nights. Uh, all right. So good question. Uh, all these questions, by the way, are created by our buddy Ken Junkin over at the Hardy Eating Men and Beautiful Delicate Women chapter. And we thank them so much for the questions. Great job doing it. Question number six. So you're halfway through. What's your score? You could be plus 500, minus 500, or anything in between that. Okay, so how are you doing? All right, question number six. What is the fee for a foreclosure notice in Mayberry County? What is the fee for a foreclosure notice in Mayberry County? (laughs) See, I don't know any of these. I, I literally put these questions on a slide deck so I could show them to the video audience today. Today I did this a few hours ago and I don't know the answer. <laughs> I, I think I know the answer, but I don't know for sure. What is the fee for a flo- foreclosure notice in Mayberry County? The answer is $2. It's $2. Okay, that's from season one, episode number 28, $2. I see folks in the chat room got $2. Good job. All right, how'd you do? How are you doing? It's pretty good. Number seven, number seven. Who is Mayberry's postmaster that Barney argues with over who is going to get the best wanted posters for their respective bulletin boards? What's his name? Who is the Mayberry postmaster that Barney argues with over who's going to get the best wanted posters for their respective bulletin boards. (laughs) What's his name? What is his name? (laughs) Who is the Mayberry postmaster that Barney argues with over who is going to get the best wanted posters for their respective bulletin boards? His name, the answer, is Talbot. Talbot is his name. That's from season one, episode three, episode three of season one. All right. We got three more questions. Three more. Here we go. 300 points is on the line. Question number eight. What store in Mayberry did Otis take away his wife, his wife's credit? At what store in Mayberry did Otis take away his wife's credit? (laughs) What store was it that Otis took his wife's credit away? Mm. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Number eight. All right, here comes the answer. I'm going to read it one more time and give you the answer. So you got just a few seconds. What store in Mayberry did Otis take away his wife's credit? What was the store's name? The name of the store, it was Davis's. Davis's was the name of it. Davis. Davis's. Yeah, Davis. I think it's Davis with apostrophe, no S, but I'm not sure. Davis. Uh, It was from season one, episode 12. So it's Davis. If you say Davis... Doesn't have to say Davis's. <laughs> All right. Number nine. Number nine. Wait, where am I? Let me make sure I'm in the right spot. Talbot. Uh, yep. All right. Number nine. Here it is. In what year 
Did Andy shoot and wound a man named Luke Comstock? Oh my goodness. Uh, this is the World Championship of Mayberry Trivia, ladies and gentlemen. In what year did Andy shoot and wound a man named Luke Comstock? <laughs> what year was it? Oh my gosh. Well, it wasn't the year the show was on. I know that. In what year did Andy shoot and wound a man named Luke Comstock? What year was it? All right. The answer is 1952. South Carolina Cody in the chat room got it. Way to go, Cody. That's from season three, episode number 17. Episode number 17. So if you catch me on some of these episode numbers, uh, some of the times we actually, it was the right season, but sometimes it'd be an episode and it was actually the episode filmed, what what episode number filmed it was. So if I give a really big number, like a 115 or something, it's because of that. I tried to catch those and fix them, but that's why it would be that way. All right. Our final question for this first round, question number 10, worth 100 points. What is the cost of admission to the Grand Theater in Mayberry for the balcony? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, this is so good. I don't know these. What is the cost of admission to the Mayberry Grand Theater in the balcony? Okay. What is the cost of the admission to the Grand Theater there in Mayberry for the balcony? Not just for the cost of getting in, but for the balcony. Do you pay extra to go to the balcony if you're a guy and a girl on a date? Is that how that worked? <laughs> All right, guys. Here's the answer. What is the cost of admission to the Grand Theater in Mayberry for the balcony? Now, folks got this right, by the way. Folks got this. Okay. So the answer is 25 cents. It was 25 cents. That's from season six, episode number 29. You can go and watch it. It's probably on the, you could probably see it on a sign. It's probably on a sign. So go watch season six, episode number 29. And, and you can confirm that it's 25 cents for admission to the grand theater to sit in the balcony. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. How did you do? How did you do? That's the end of round one. Add up your points. Add up your points and keep them. Keep your paper for next week or for the next episode so that you know what you got because you're going to have to add this week's and next week's together and figure out how many points you want to wager in the final Mayberry round. All right. Cool. All right. So, the guys, those are the kind of questions. Now, honestly, those questions are actually easier than they used to be. In my mind, they're not very easy, but they're, they're easier than they used to be because each time the question is asked, you've got this year, we had six previous Mayberry Days trivia champions and four qualifiers all trying to buzz in. We have a board system. We have a system that is made for doing like a Bible bowl or, or, or things that schools do, you know, where they, where you have like buttons, just like on Jeopardy. And when you push the button, it lights up a thing on the board and I know which person pushed the button, then they get a chance to try to answer. That's how that works. And so not only do you have to know the answer, 
you have to buzz in before anybody else that knew the answer can also buzz in. And it's very accurate. Uh, matter of fact, the way it works is I have you locked out. And when I'm doing it at Mayberry Days, I read the question and then I read it one more time ex- as closely as possible to the way I read it the first time so that you know when I'm about to end. And when I say the last word, I unlock the board and that lets you start pushing the button and trying to get in. Now, what happens is during Mayberry Days, a lot of people, as soon as they hear the question, they start hitting the button. The system knows that and it will lock you out for a millisecond or something. There's a time. It's it's in milliseconds, but it's enough that somebody else could buzz in before you. And it is a challenge to all the trivia experts to try to be the first one to hit the button. And uh, we've definitely had some of the trivia champions from the past be upset that we do it this way. But we really had to change the way it was done because the trivia questions, if you go back and listen, uh, previous years of the podcast when I did the Mayberry Days trivia, some of the questions from some of those years were so incredibly hard uh, it was just impossible. So the people listening in the audience, it wasn't even fun. <laughs> it wasn't even fun. I don't, how do you know that? How does anybody know that? But they did. There was about four or five people that knew those kind of questions and the answers to those questions. And so we, we hoped, and I think it has worked. It has made it more fun for the audience because some of these questions, uh, I saw Cody had 700 points. Uh, here uh, in the chat room, we got people with two, 250. How'd you get 250 points? <laughs> I don't know how 250s. Uh, we got some with 300. Uh, somebody said they had 250. I don't think that's possible unless you got half a question. But you can't. You can't do that. Uh, or maybe you just kind of didn't want to give the answer, so you only took a 50 points off. Maybe that's it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's very fun and very, very hard at the same time. So a lot of times in the final rounds, you might know the answer sitting out in the crowd. Uh, but And so does everybody on the stage. They just can't punch in the button. They can't get punched in. So anyway, hopefully that made it a lot more fun for us. And next week, we'll finish this up and we'll do the other 10 questions plus the final Mayberry round which you bet wager however many points you have. So remember how many points you've got, write it on a sticky note or something around wherever you're listening to the podcast or send yourself an email or something. So you'll know, and then we'll do it again next week. Uh, some folks in our chat room are claiming that uh, particular members may have their own buzzer button. So they've practiced. <laughs> uh, we're not doing the buzzers in this round. We're giving you the fun of it. So uh, definitely uh, come back for that. So, all right. So we're going to do this and we're going to have another bit of trivia here. So let's get some more trivia music. There we go. All this music, by the way, is provided by the VW Boys. You can go and check out Tim White. Tim White is awesome, man. Go check out Tim White. He's uh, in uh, Troublesome Hollow is the band he's in currently. And used to be the VW Boys was the band that he was where this music was made. Uh, but Tim White, a huge Mayberry fan, always at Mayberry Days. Uh, definitely, uh, I really appreciate him letting me use their music. All right, so here we go, guys. Here's some questions just for the fun of it. So feel free to yell out the answer wherever you are. 
<laughs> Here comes some questions. The first one's going to be true or false, so you got a 50-50 chance of getting it. True or false, Opie was a Boy Scout. True or false? True or false, Opie was a Boy Scout. True or false? Hmm. The answer, it's true. Yeah, he was a Boy Scout. He was a Boy Scout. Now, I would have thought he'd be a Cub Scout or maybe a Weeblow because he was pretty young. But he was a Boy Scout. So, Opie was a Boy Scout. So, so was he, was he, some of the folks in the chat room are saying it's false that he wasn't a Boy Scout. This says it was true. These are not always correct. So, definitely, if you think that's not right, you know, send in a note and tell everybody. True or false is not the right answer. You can't give both. It's either true or false. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Number two. Number two. What was the loaded goat loaded with? What was the loaded goat loaded with? That one's pretty easy. You guys got that one, I'm sure. I know that one. What was the loaded goat loaded with? The answer is he was loaded with dynamite. At least that's what they thought. They thought it was dynamite, TNT, dynamite, explosives. Any of those, I'll give you the right answer. All right. Number three. <coughs> Excuse me. Who was Big Jeff Pruitt's little buddy? <laughs> Who was Big Jeff Pruitt's little buddy? Hello, little buddy. <laughs> Who was Jeff Pruitt's little buddy on the Andy Griffith Show? <clears throat> So it's on the Andy Griffith Show. The answer is Barney. It's Barney, of course. Barney was his little buddy. Of course, on a different show, it was another fella, Dud Wash. <laughs> I mean, Gilligan. <laughs> All right, number four. What was the name of the loaded goat? Now, this one is listed as a multiple choice question. I'm not going to give you the multiple choice because I have faith in you that you know what the name of the loaded goat was. What was his name? What was the name of the loaded goat? Oh, I know you know it. Don't act like you don't. Oh, you're struggling. You're struggling. His name, the loaded goat's name. Oh, you're going to you're going to kick yourself because you couldn't think of it. His name was Jimmy. Jimmy was a loaded goat. Jimmy's loaded goat. Question number five. Howard worked in room 200 at the city hall. True or false? Howard worked in room 200 at city hall. True or false? Hmm. Howard worked in room 200 at City Hall. True or false? The answer, you can guess as good as anybody. The answer, it was false. He didn't work in room 200. I don't know what room he worked in. Anybody know that? I don't know that. Uh, number six. What store had a night watchman? What store had a night watchman? <laughs> what store 
at a night watchman. Okay. All right. This is ought to be decently easy. What store had a night watchman? The answer is Weaver's Department Store. Okay. Who was Ben Weaver's night watchman? Who was it? Okay, we know it was Weaver's Department Store. Who was Ben Weaver's night watchman? Glad I didn't say that name. <laughs> Who was Ben Weaver's night watchman? All right. It was Asa. Asa was the night watchman. Yes, Asa. Uh, is Asa in our chat room? He's not in there. I don't see him. Dennis. Uh, okay, so Asa was the night watchman over at Weaver's. All right, question number eight. Where did Mrs. Wiley think Ernest T., as Cousin Ollie, was from? Where did Mrs. Wiley... How do you do, Mrs. Wiley? Where did Mrs. Wiley think Ernest T., as Cousin Ollie, was from? No coffee, tear punch, thank you. Good evening. Good evening. Could I have this dance? Thank you for the dance. All right, where did she think he was from? This is multiple choice, so I'll give them to you. Did she think he was from Raleigh, Boston, Knoxville, or Lakeland? Where did Mrs. Wiley think Ernest T. Bass? Ernest T. Bass, where did she think he was from? Well, she thought he was from Boston. Boston. Back Bay, Boston. That sounded more like... That sounded like uh, that sounded like Burt Miller. Back Bay, Boston. Oh, bother. Oh, he was from Boston. Uh. All right. So that was number eight. Are you feeling better? You feeling better after whatever you suffered through in that round one championship round? This is the fun. This is the fun stuff. Okay. All right. Here we go. A couple of more questions. Uh, Lydia was a good dancer. True or false? Lydia was a good dancer. Light on her feet. <laughs> True or false? Lydia was a good dancer. The answer to that is false. She was not a good dancer. Number, what was that? Eight, nine, ten. Number ten. What was the name of Bobby Fleet's band? What was the name of Bobby Fleet's band? Okay, what was the name of Bobby Fleet's band? We'll stop on this one. What was the name of Bobby Fleet's band? All right, the answer. Bobby Fleet's band was... It was Bobby Fleet and his band with a beat. <laughs> the band with a beat was what the name was. So I'm marking that question. We'll start from that point next time. How did you do, guys? How did you do? On that second set, was that a lot easier? It should have been a lot easier. At least you kind of thought you knew the answers on those, right? So we've done a lot of trivia. We've done a lot of trivia in the last few weeks. We've done the uh, qualifying round trivia uh, two weeks ago. This week, we're all over the trivia from the round one championship next week we'll wrap up mayberry days trivia with round two and the finals of mayberry trivia now again this is the world championship version of mayberry trivia 
uh, all the other trivia that we play at different events like the Mayberry Cruise, uh, Granville, Tennessee Mayberry event, all the trivia at those events, we have to, in general, make the questions just a little bit easier than we make them at Mayberry Days because the folks that come to Mayberry Days, they're ready. They've been practicing for the Super Bowl all year. They show up and they're ready. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy that. I hope you have fun with these uh, and can enjoy just playing along and seeing how you do. Uh, folks in our chat room, we're getting nine of 10, uh, eight of 10, 10 of 10. Some folks saying they're got. So we got all kinds of uh results uh, from this second round of trivia here but those don't count towards your point totals just those first 10 questions that i said were part of round one are the only ones that count towards your totals for next week so keep up with those and we'll come back for that so folks i want to thank you always for joining me here in mayberry it's always fun to spend time just talking about the andy griffith show playing some trivia smiling laughing forgetting our troubles and enjoying ourselves. If you enjoy that, I would love to hear from you. You can give me a call at 888-684-8415. Email me at floyd at imaybear.com. If you can't remember any of that, just go over to twochairsnowaiting.com. There's all kinds of information about how to contact me there. You don't have to write it all down that way. Folks, I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for spending time with me. And we'll be back here, Lord willing, next week for another episode of Two Chairs No Waiting. Have a great week, everybody. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.